Today on the Ask the Masters podcast, we're going to do something a little bit different. We're going to sit down with Michelle Cavanaugh from the California Pool and Spa Association. We will learn a little bit about some of the challenges facing the pool industry today and some of the unique solutions that the CPSA is putting forward. Stay tuned. Hello, and welcome to the Ask the Masters podcast. This podcast is dedicated to discussions about the design and construction of water shapes. The hosts of the show are all certified SWD masters who represent the leading builders and designers within the water shaping industry today. Good afternoon. My name is Dave Peterson, and I am here with Michelle Cavanaugh, the new executive director of the California Pool and Spa Association. Thanks, Dave. I appreciate that. I'm happy to be here. Welcome. I am a uh, member of the CPSA. We appreciate it. Thank you. And uh, wanted to hear a little bit about uh, what you guys are doing up there and, uh, well, across the state, but yeah. a lot of it up in Sacramento, obviously. Yeah, I took over on January 1 after 13 years at the National Swimming Pool Foundation, many of those years as the Mission Development Director. Built a lot of relationships over the years, and when I took over on 1-1, my goal was to figure out what are we doing well and what do we need to do better. So for me, it's all about membership benefits and value to the members because obviously John Norwood does a fantastic job as our lobbyist in Sacramento making sure that he's protecting the industry from bad legislation. But we also have another side of it, which is education and professional development. So for me, I'm focusing most of my energies the last couple of months on those two areas. We launched a brand new website in January to try to help members understand the benefits of the organization. And I'm really working with planning and and organizing all the educational events we're going to be doing in the future. Okay. Yeah. So let's talk about those uh, those benefits as a sure. as a new member coming in or hopefully coming in soon. Uh, what what are the immediate things that they're going to have access to? You bet. So the, obviously the first thing which most people know, SPEC is the organization that used to do the lobbying for the California industry, and that became the California Pool and Spa Association. So many folks are familiar with the name SPEC, but they may not be familiar with California Pool and Spa Association. When John Norwood took over for Don Burns, he changed the name to that, and now John Wood, uh, John Norwood is our lobbyist. He does a wonderful job making sure he's looking at every single piece of legislation coming through to make sure that it's not going to have a negative impact on the industry. But for the other people that don't know what, what else we might be doing, we do a lot on education, and that's, again, what I'm focusing on. So if you went to our website, which you can do, and click the Join button and actually become a member, then you would immediately have access to the membership site of our website. And right now, we do a webinar every single month. We did three last year related to employment law topics. As you know, Dave, living in California, there are a lot of employment law issues that people need to follow, especially small businesses, and they may not be aware of all the laws. So we make sure that they know what's going on from the employment law side. And then we also do webinars in regards to technical topics related to the industry. So for service guys, hopefully that's what I'm focusing on, service and builders. We do topics related to them, things that can help them out. And in fact, you're going to do a webinar for us next month, Dave that we're going to be we're excited about because you're very knowledgeable and people respect you very highly and they'll benefit from having a webinar with you on it. And then also the World Aquatic Health Conference. I'm not sure if people are familiar with that, but that is the event that is put on by the National Swimming Pool Foundation every single year. It's very technical in nature, very scientific in nature. As an example, there are videos related to biofilms and disinfection byproducts and RW recreational water illnesses. 
um, interesting things like that. So every single month I upload another video from last year's conference in October. So they have access to that if they didn't get to attend. And nobody else has access to those videos except them at this time. So th when they go out there, they don't have to worry about signing up for a webinar right away and being available to watch it. They can go and they can watch it anytime or a video anytime. They can project it on a wall. Their entire team can watch it. Their HR staff can watch it. Anybody that may need to know about how they can be helped with their business or from the HR perspective. So those things are about there right now. The other thing we're doing are we're hosting several events in North and the South California in regards to a new requirement, which is they're required now if you have five or more employees in this state to have sexual harassment prevention training. Many people, that's new because it was 50 or more before. Now it's five or more. A lot of that comes from the Me Too movement that has really enticed legislation in that area. So we're going to be doing in-person classroom training in the North and the South in regards to that to help people get that training. That's a requirement by January 1 of 20. And then we're going to be doing some workforce development as well because I know a lot of people in the industry don't have access to qualified, able-bodied, trained folks to come in and work for them. So we're going to be helping them by training folks up and then helping place them in certain service companies to get them in the industry. We're going to focus on vets and high schoolers, vets trying to come back in to normal society after their, their um, um, service, and then also high schoolers who got, just get out of high school and they don't know what to do and they're thinking about what, what kind of path am I going to take and their parents are trying to boot them out of the house. So they're going to pay for them to come and get some training. And even if they only stay in the industry for two years, five years, then at least it's going to help the industry um, have some people that they can bring on board and hopefully bring them on a career path uh, over time. That's the goal. So okay. there's a lot of things coming up that we're working on. And again, I'm two months in, so my goal is to just continue to focus on how I can benefit the industry in California. Right. Yeah. Well, you say you're two months in, but that's just the CPSA side. And that's I've correct. known you for years yes. through the World Aquatic Health Conference. Right. And one of the things about that conference is that I think a lot of people think of it as a very commercial-oriented uh, program. But I've actually found that there's a lot of things offered at the WAC that would benefit even someone in the residential sector. Right. And that's interesting because we didn't used to have service guys that ever came, or builders really, that came to the conference. It was really only commercial facilities and health officials and manufacturers, of course. But now we're seeing that transition to having tracks related to service and building with Genesis. Our partnership with Genesis has helped out in that way. But bringing in more tracks related to service and things like that to help bring that education out. And even the commercial, a lot of the commercial track uh, talks still relate very nicely to the service industry. It's on a certainly higher level or, or a bigger level on the commercial side, but they still relate. When you're talking about how to have good water quality, that relates to a backyard pool just as easy as it does to the commercial side. So we are seeing a transition. This last year, we had several service companies that came from Nebraska, different areas, and we were on the, wet, the East Coast, and I'm noticing that that's the transition that's happening. And I'm not managing that conference anymore. Bittersweet for me, but that is something that is now transitioning, and I'm happy that the foundation is moving forward with that, and hopefully that'll continue. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So these, uh, so some of those programs, uh, you'll be putting one a month, adding that to the CPSA website Membership, for yep. members only. That's correct. And you mentioned workforce development. How about uh, other programs that may help people run their business? Yeah, between the webinars and the videos and the in-person training we're doing, 
obviously we're looking for partners in that way, Dave. I'm, again, moving forward with any way that I can help the industry in California. So if there are people out there who, hey, this is the kind of training we need or this is something that we already do that we'd love to partner with you on, we'd love to hear about it because that's something that we can bring to everyone. We can potentially record it, make it available on our website for members, or we can just do it with a particular organization and have their membership benefit from it. So there's certainly lots of opportunities for training. And as we move through the year and continue with that, that's my goal is to come up with new ways to train and to educate and help people become professionals in the industry. I think the industry gets a bad rap that we're not professional and that you're, oh, you're just a pool guy. And unfortunately, that perception allows people to think they don't need to get the best training or do the best training. And I think that's a that's a mistake because it's, it's something you don't want to have to worry about from a liability perspective. You want to get the training and make sure you're going out there and doing the best you can do on the job. And that's what our goal is. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And let's talk about... Uh uh, in terms of running your business, some of the stuff that John Norwood has been working on has related yeah. to the independent contractors, which has been big. a real big deal for this industry because we all subcontract out work, right. and some of those subcontractors are uh, sole owners and, and small companies, and the structure of all that really affects what we're doing it does. every day. Absolutely. So last year, one of the webinars that's currently on the membership site is the, we did an entire hour on the Dynamics decision. And we have an employment lawyer that's a good friend of John Norwood who did the actual presentation. And he went into very clear detail on the ABC test, which is the test to determine if they should or should not be an independent contractor based on the new legislation. So we have that out there for people. And then we did a, an employment law webinar in January that covered that again because it's still coming up and right now it doesn't really affect it's not listed to affect the pool the affect the pool industry um, as we move forward but that is going to change because I think it's going to affect all kinds of industries and obviously service and building there's a lot of independent contractors as you mentioned so we know it's going to have an impact at some point in the future so being prepared for that is important and we, uh, we reviewed that again in January with our employment law survey that we did where we covered all the employment law changes for California for 2019. And that was reviewed in there. So that's available for people as well. But John follows this regularly. In fact, we just, on our newsletter that we did last month, John did an update on what he knows right now. And it's not looking good for the pool and spa industry. And that's what he put it, that was the actual article he wrote for the newsletter. So John follows this regularly. And again, for those that don't know really what the ABC test is or how it works, I really encourage you to become a member so that you can see the two webinars we've already done and you can start seeing what John's doing and sending out updates regularly. Besides that, he's you know following this issue with the, the rebate program for pool pumps that's happening. That's kind of a controversy right now in California. He's following that. And then, again, the employment law stuff alone is enough to put you out of business, Dave, in, in California. So he's really following all of those things. And I think he mentioned in the newsletter that's coming out on Thursday, they're going to learn, I think, 2,200 pieces of legislation have already been proposed through California. And they'll start reviewing those as we move forward in March. And he has to go through every single piece of legislation to make sure that it's not going to negatively impact the industry. So he has his hands full. There's no doubt there. And he does a great job and something, those are the things he's working on right now. But things just come up. I had a gentleman at another show that I was at come up to me pretty upset, actually, that Ventura County is now enforcing either a fence or approved cover on a pool. And that was something the state passed in 2017. 
but it was up to the counties to actually enforce it. And so Ventura County is now enforcing that. So they're not allowing for alarms or anything. You must have either in their inspector, and their inspectors are telling pool builders that you must have a cover that it's approved or you must have a fence. And that was not something they went into with bidding out to the actual homeowner. And the homeowners are pretty upset about it. They didn't even know until the inspector came out. Mm-hmm. So they're, they're, they're struggling. So I brought that to John's attention. Go find out what's going on in Ventura County. Because sometimes the inspector may have a different perspective than the builder does. And they didn't even know about it. So now they're losing jobs because they didn't have that in their plan. Those are the kinds of things that come up whenever people come and talk to me and I bring it to John's attention and he deals with it. He goes and finds out and he's great about that. So we have and we saw outside. some of that with our with our drought issues where, you know, certain cities and counties were saying, well, you can't get a permit because we're not going to allow you to fill the pool and you can't have an empty pool. And, right. you know, we would have to go in and prove that the pool was using less water than the lawn that it replaced. And, you know, right. there's a lot of, uh, you know, interpretation over what the different issues really were and And the issue was interpretation of the legislation too i don't think if the inspectors may not interpret it the same way that builders do and then they're all fighting against each other to see what's right and what's not right so if we can and my job my job is to have john look at those issues and put an explanation in in our either an alert or a newsletter to make sure people understand what the real situation is now i can't guarantee that's going to get into an inspector's hand but what i can do is have john send a letter to the folks that are inspecting to make sure they understand it from our perspective as well hopefully that will have an impact on moving forward Mm -hmm. yeah well i I think the stakes couldn't be higher for the builders out there because they're really putting themselves at risk whether they see it or not i mean if they build a pool and a lot of you know as a builder myself i would always include three months of service with my project because i i know that you know the plasters curing out and a lot of water chemistry changes are happening during those first few months and i didn't want to hand over the pool and have it go bad right right after handing it over right so we included that in our in our proposal okay and so there was always this one service guy that would go out there and handle it well now with the new rules he really needs to be an employee of mine, not an independent contractor. Right. When I follow the ABC test. So, right. So now I've got di- tax liability po- potential mm. issues, employment law issues, right. and the, the risk for me as a, as a company is, uh, could be really high if I don't know be. what I'm doing. Absolutely. I would think, and we'll have to look at that further, but I would think that they would pass the ABC test for you, Dave, because you're not doing any other service. If you're not doing something related to what they're providing, you would think they could be an independent contractor, but I, I could, I'm, not, I'm not a lawyer, so I'm not going to say that's the truth, but we'll keep following that. Yeah, yeah, well, a lot of it has to do with exactly what you're asking them to do right. and how much control you have over that over them. person yeah. starting up. So right. that's where it gets a little tricky. It's very complicated in the state, that's for sure. <laughs> <laughs> Yes. Well, and I apologize to the rest of the country. That I know. Unfortunately, it all seems to blow east as, it does. <laughs> as we so set up these. Absolutely. Things. What happens in California certainly uh, has an impact nationwide. Absolutely. Right. And you want to talk about the new website that you launched as well? Yeah, we just launched this website in January. I'm very <clears> proud <throat> of it. I uh, feel good about what we have there. Again, it's a work in progress. Every website is. It's never fully done. So as we move forward, we're just continuing. We can now, you know, people can register for the webinars now on the website. And the webinars now are only free to members. Um, non-members have to pay nine ninety-five. It's not a lot of money. It's only $10. But it's a way for you to understand that there's value in the membership. 
And again, only the members can actually view the recordings. You have to be a member to be able to get to the membership site to do that. And we're putting some additional things. Again, I keep uploading new stuff, and we put a bunch of new resources on the membership site related to stuff that videos about the chemical release prevent, you know, the gas, the chemical release gas issues that we had that um, the American Chemistry Council did. There's a lot of other American Chemistry Council resources out there on our website and links to videos that they've done and things that they're working on. So there's a lot of a lot of things going on there and hopefully we'll continue to improve it. I'm excited about it and the fact that um, this is my first website that I launched as a business, you know, kind of an owner, not a run, running the business because I didn't have access to the NSPF website. So this is exciting for me. It was a new venture and I learned a lot and hopefully continue to learn. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I think you bring a lot of experience to the group, uh, even though you've yeah. only really been in this position a short while. Your many years at NSPF uh, have certainly seasoned you for this role, and we're very proud to have you as our, our new leader here in California. Thank you. And I think, too, Dave, just to touch on it quickly, people will have seen that we've had a couple of executive directors come through in the last year. I just wanted to touch on that briefly that we had a wonderful executive director that came on board last year, a year ago, Eileen Benjamin, who had Mm -hmm. to resign um, due to medical issues. And we're in touch with her, actually, and she's doing well. And then there's some other, and we had another executive director in the running who was really number two to Eileen, who was going to come on board, and then that didn't work out. So they went without an executive director for most of last year. And I just came on. I was helping them out a little bit last year through different areas, but now I just came on 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 January 1. So the goal is for me to stick around for a while. We'll see how that goes. Yeah. Well, we hope you're <laughs> around for a long time. Yes. So. Thank you. Well, thanks for uh, joining us today. You we bet. Absolutely. It. And look forward to Dave's webinar next uh, next month. We'll, we'll give you more information as we have that available. Good plug. Yes. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. Thanks for listening to the Ask Masters podcast. And don't forget to check out our Facebook page each week on Tuesdays for new episodes of the show. I also want to encourage you to stop by the Ask the Masters Facebook page and invite other like-minded individuals to join us there as well. Feel free to jump into the conversations and even post your own questions. We want to create a community which fosters learning and discovery for the betterment of us all. You can also subscribe to the podcast on iTunes, Google Play, and Spotify. Please be sure to subscribe and feel free to share. 